DW. From outside this gray industrial building in France's rural heartland, you'd probably never guess that this is a hub of innovation. Inside, a man dressed head to toe in a protective suit is feeding handfuls of blue disposable masks into a giant machine, which can grind up to 150 kilos every hour. We're at Plaxtil, a startup founded two years ago to find solutions for recycling mass-produced fabrics, most of which aren't biodegradable since they contain at least some percentage of synthetic fibers. But when COVID-19 arrived, the company realized their attention may be better directed at another type of waste. Here's co-founder Jean-Marc Nouveau. We said to ourselves that it's not possible to leave this pollution because we knew it was plastic, pollution that floods the cities, the ocean, the fauna and the flora. We said, we've found a solution for fabrics, maybe we can also find a solution to reuse the masks and create a material that we can turn into objects that help fight against the virus. After making adjustments to what the team calls their secret recipe for textile recycling, the company invited the town to participate in one of the first ever mask recycling projects. There are about 50 terminals located in Châtellerault that collect between 10,000 and 15,000 masks per week. So since July, we have more than 80,000 masks that have been processed. This is quite exceptional, and it shows that we can deal with a lot of masks. You just have to be organized and set up the collection sites. Once collected, the masks are quarantined for several days, ground up into small pieces, and then passed under UV light to kill any remaining virus, explained the head of production, Pascal Mongella. We have a process that takes 20 to 25 seconds for the masks to pass through this tunnel with UV light. Now we can touch the ground up masks knowing that any viruses, germs or bacteria are destroyed. Cloth masks also go through the same grinding and decontamination process. Then the fabric masks are mixed with the disposable ones and other plastics to form a paste that can be squeezed into just about any mold, a common manufacturing process known as injection. In fact, it's a bit like at home when you make waffles. You open the waffle iron, you pour the batter, you close the lid, and it takes the shape of the waffle. You can imagine that if we do the opposite, so we close the waffle iron beforehand, we inject the batter, and it fills the space. And this void is the shape of the object. So far, Plastel has used their recycled material to make more items that combat coronavirus transmission, like visors and door openers for nursing home residents. If a piece doesn't come out right, Mangella simply throws it back into the machine to be re-injected into a new object. He says the material can be recycled indefinitely. Since starting this project, Nouveau says the outpouring of support and interest has been overwhelming. 
And since companies worldwide can utilize this injection process, Nouveau says there's no limit as to what can be created. That's what really surprised us, because we began this as an experiment in Châteauroux, and today the whole world is calling us to ask how they can develop this solution, both the collection and recycling, to create a circular economy. One of those people calling is Joko Peltier. Across the country on the sunny French Riviera, Peltier has his own mask problem. We put them aside in a bag until they're decontaminated, and after that we are looking for partners who can eventually help recycle them. So working with Plaxtil interests us a lot. Peltier is one of the co-founders of Operation Mer Propre, a group of divers and other volunteers who clean up beaches, roads, and even the ocean floor. On a bright Sunday morning near the town of Antibes, the divers bob up and down, looking for masks accumulating in the ripples of sand on the seafloor. The ones that fall to the bottom, buried, they've been there for four or five days. They fall with the weight of the water. The ones that have just arrived, they float like jellyfish. And sometimes they are swept far out to sea. Since the end of May, the group has collected more than 1,000 masks in the region's land and waterways. And it's not just a French problem. Peltier says he's been contacted by groups from Italy, Thailand, Indonesia, and in South America. They're concerned about COVID pollution in their own oceans and waterways. We exchange information to quantify and know how many masks we found. What solutions do we have? How can we bring about awareness so that there will be less? One billion masks ordered. That's the equivalent of 180,000 tons of extra waste. It's crazy. It's really a new type of pollution, another global crisis just as problematic. While recycling and cleanup efforts aim to reduce the harmful effects of masks already produced, others are looking to reduce the number of disposable masks manufactured in the first place. That's the idea behind Pressy Mask, a collaboration between two companies located on France's mountainous border with Switzerland. The company's mask is made of hard, clear plastic that covers the nose and mouth all the way around to the cheeks. Air can only pass through two filters located on the sides of the mouth. Communications director Juliette Chambé says Pressy Mask is the first face covering that filters out viruses and aerosols by using a ceramic technology usually found in cars and swimming pools. This means making ceramic-based filters that would be washable, that you can clean regularly, which would allow them to be reused as many times as desired without having to buy a new disposable product, so without having to produce waste. There's also an optional visor, which protects the eyes, without causing a wearer's glasses to fog up. And because the mask is transparent, Chambé says the company has already received numerous requests from dentists, speech therapists, and others who see a use for such a visor, both for coronavirus protection and beyond.
The company is in the final phases of product testing and hopes to have the mask in production by mid-November. The company is also working on meeting PPE standards so that PressiMask can become an infinitely reusable alternative to single-use surgical masks. What's more, all of PressiMask's components can be recycled. We are developing a superior filtration system so that it can meet high standards and so that it can be used in all environments polluted by dust, gas or aerosols in place of current masks. We made this mask during the health crisis, but we're not going to stop at the COVID crisis, which I hope one day will end. We really want our mask to take hold over time. PressiMask is just one of many durable alternatives to single-use plastics. Finding solutions to reduce consumption of fabrics and recycle existing material isn't just the work of companies and organizations. By correctly disposing of surgical masks or choosing to wear reusable ones, we can each play a small part in making sure the COVID-19 health crisis doesn't become a large-scale environmental crisis. For DW, I'm Anna Muckerman in France. DW.